Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dacuid Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard.
Paint in the garden If it be your will, O oh Lord Let this cup pass over me But he said nevertheless Not my will be done But your will be done Lord, I will accept
turn to your neighbor and say, today is a great day. I can't hear you say, today is a great day. The Bible says that when God ascended upon high, he sent gifts unto men. Amen. And the Bible also says that every good and every perfect gift comes from above. Today I've come to announce to you that a great gift is in the house. A great anointing is in the house. How many of you love the first love church? How many of you love the ministry of Bishop Richard Aye? Then with a standing ovation, giving honor to whom honor is due, let's welcome a pastor of pastors, my father's pastor, and my pastor, Bishop Richard Aye! Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. What a blessing. Are you blessed to be here? Isn't it wonderful to be here? Is it great to be here? Is it amazing to be here? Hallelujah. Give Jesus a shout of praise. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Let's stand to our feet and pray if you are seated. Father, we want to thank you for this afternoon. We want to thank you for your great mercy you've shown us and the great church you have built here, Lord. This is your church. These are your people, Lord. Speak to them once again, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Help us. Instruct us. Direct us. Save us from delusions today. Save us from deceptions today. Let your will be done amongst us. Let the strength and the power of your spirit be made present amongst us today. Let your kingdom come and let your will be done, Lord. Father, may we leave this place wiser than we came in, Lord. May we leave this place stronger than we came in. May we leave this place with better and deeper understanding than we came, Lord. Let stability come into your church, Lord. Let stability come into the souls of your people, Lord. Heal our hearts, heal our souls, and heal our minds, O oh God. Thank you, Father, that the spirit of delusion is overcome today. In the name of Jesus, I give you praise and I give you all the glory and all the thanks this afternoon. Thank you for this great and blessed opportunity to be in your house and to be in your presence. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving and the saints of God will give their loudest amen. Amen! God bless you. Take your seats. Hallelujah. Well, it's a joy and a privilege to be here as well. All ushers will take their seats now. And um, it's time for the word of God. Hallelujah. Are you excited to be in church? Well, I'm also excited to be here. Happy to see all of you. I'm sure I've seen, some of you have seen me or I have seen you or we have seen each other. 
but it's good to visit you. The reason why I'm here today is to visit you. So that's why I've come to visit you, to see you, to see how you are doing, to see what you look like at home. You know, usually when you see people outside their homes, they look different, isn't it? They make an effort. But when you come to your home, then I see what you really are like. Yes, and since I came to your home, I can see that you look really good at home. You look very nice here. You look very anointed, very powerful. I've enjoyed all your ministrations. All your, I, could, I could sit here and watch you all day. You are really uh, anointed and blessed. May you do greater works for Jesus. So those of you who haven't started doing anything for the Lord, it's my prayer that you use your talent and your abilities to do something for God. You know, try and do something for God. Try and um, bring excitement and blessing into the house of God. Don't just sit on the, on the, on the, what do they say, sidelines and just observe. Be involved. And be part of it. And you know, serving God is one of the greatest things you can ever do or use your life, your life for. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, because, because there are people that, how many of you have done things for people and you regretted doing things for them? Everybody. But with God, you will never regret it. Yeah. Because the scripture says that God is not unrighteous to forget your labor of love. He is not unrighteous. It is unrighteousness to be, to be someone who forgets. Especially someone who forgets people who have helped them and people who have been a blessing to them, and then they turn their backs. I'm sure you've been forgotten before. How many of you have done things and you were forgotten? You were forgotten. You know, um, you saw in the film stars, you saw the lady making every effort to keep this poor broke guy just to get his eyes on her. She had to say, I'm pregnant. No, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> you used to be. See, see when, when he was doing it, he thought, he thought he was having fun. But she thought she was making a sacrifice just to keep him. Most of the young boys don't know that. That what they are doing, the girls are not really into it. They, for them, it's like a sacrifice. Just so that they also say they have a boy in their lives. So, when you are forgotten, you feel it. That this guy came to use me. And he forgot all about me. All about me. All. He forgot. He just, he just walked away. And usually he walks away to, to somebody you know. That shall never be your story. 
you will never be used. And you will never be forgotten. (laughs) I've got some exciting church members here. (laughs) But God is not like that. He doesn't forget. He doesn't forget. He does not forget. I'm a pastor. I've done different things for different people. I've counseled people, prayed for people, paid rent for people, paid council tax for people. Um, What haven't I done? Build people. I mean, the list is the list is long. Let me not cash my check here on earth. I want to cash it in heaven. Yeah. But I can tell you that I can tell you that if you would go by people's response to your kindness that you show them, by now I would have stopped. By the time it got to your turn, I would say never again. What? Why? One lady that I paid her rent for, I paid other things, other things. I said, I don't want to cash my check, isn't it? Yeah, my check is in heaven. It's fat. Yes. I, want, I want to cash it when I get to heaven. But I remember her when she came to my house one afternoon. My carpet was green. I always, you like my carpet? Yeah. You also have green carpets. <laughs> I always I always remember her feet standing on my carpet insulting me in my house or inside my house. She came inside my house. Inside. I bought the carpet myself. I paid for it. I didn't borrow it. I chose the carpet. And I chose when it will be laid and how it should be laid. And how smooth it should be. No, no air bubbles. So tight. With, what's the name of that thing that you put under the carpet? Underlay. Underlay, yes. When you, when you walk on it, it's like a floating. You shall walk on floating carpets. But she came. She came. It's my wife that saved her that day. Not that I was going to do anything to her. I was just going to call the police. That there's an intruder in my house. Who's tempting me. But my wife begged for her that she hasn't got papers. So I shouldn't call the police. She would talk to her for her to go home. Go home. It's a safe you call the police. She will not be taken out of your house. She will be taken to the airport. <laughs> so don't. I said, no problem. Sort her out. I'm going to bed. And I left them. But she was forgetful. She was forgetful. But God, what I'm saying to you, you are listening to my story, isn't it? But my story is pointing to the fact that I'm telling that God is not like that. He is not like that. He won't forget. He won't forget you. So, use yourself 
and your time. You see all these people are doing different things for God. Somebody is a um, British gas agent. She's a church member. She's, I mean, she's everything. Look, God will remember hell. God, the day God remembers her, don't be jealous. God will remember her. God will bless her. God will take care of her. You see, even me, I notice her. That, oh, okay, because I kept asking, is that not the British gas director? Is that not the, this? I could see her. She's British gas. She's a friend. She's a, a, she's a passenger on the bus. She's in the library. She's a church member. She's doing everything for the Lord. Everything she can do, she's doing for, for the Lord. I noticed. And she's doing it because there's no one to do the different parts. So she has to do it. She has said, I will do. It's like, Lord, if you can use anyone, you can use me. Use me. I'll be British gas for you. I'll be library for you. I'll be this. Sister, God will never forget you. He won't forget you. God forget you. So you two, join. Join to make the house of God exciting and to build the church of God. And God will remember you. You know, one of my favorite passages in the, in the Bible. Are you there, my friend? Yes, the last girl on the second row. No, she doesn't know she's my friend. You're my friend, you're my friend, yes. You've set a record today, so you're my friend. Yes. Look, what was I, what was I going to say? My favorite verse. Before I saw my friend, isn't it? Yes. My favorite verse in the Bible. It's not my favorite verse in the Bible. One of my, my nice verses in the, in, the, in the Bible. I think my favorite verse, I think, I don't know. Maybe it will be Galatians 2.20. I'm not sure, maybe. But one of my nice verses I know is a verse that says that. You don't have to put it up. It's my, I'll mention another favorite. You put it up soon, okay? <laughs> Look, it says that I've been young. Now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging for bread. When you serve God, when you serve God, he will look after you. And there is no better caretaker or guardian that you can have than God. When God takes, takes up your life and all that, all that concerns you, you'll be very happy. So if you have boyfriends, you say, well, this guy is really nice. He looks after me. He does this. What, 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 what looks like the fish and chips he buys for you? Is that, is that looking after? He buys you fish and chips. So he, he pays, he gives you his car to put on your um, Uber account. And he says like, I mean, the guy is so nice. He's so nice. He's so great. It's, I mean, what, what is, what is, uh, even me after church, you can come, I'll give you my card to do that. It's some of the things they are, they are easy to do. It's nothing. But when God takes you up and says, I like you, I like you because you like me, you'll be surprised. Expect miracles. Amen. Expect surprises. Amen. Expect good things. Amen. Only good things will happen to you. Amen. I came to declare to you that. Only good things will happen to you. After today. After today. Don't expect any bad news again. Good things have begun happening to you. Good things. 
you'll be favored. You'll be blessed. Expect promotion. You shall be promoted. You will move on gloriously. Gloriously. Your future is glorious. It will happen to you. If you believe it, receive it. If you believe it, receive it. If you believe it, receive it. It is for you. It is yours. God is real, eh? He will take care of you. God will take care of you. Yeah. God will take care of you. Choose God to take care of you. And he will take care of you. Sit down briefly. Uh, let me uh, share with you what I have to share with you today. Um, turn your Bibles to John chapter 14. I'm going to talk to you about the Holy Spirit. Because we need to know about the Holy Spirit. And we need to walk with the Holy Spirit. And be interested in the Holy Spirit. And to know that. And and to know that he's real. Let the Holy Spirit become a real person in your life. Not an imagination. Let him be real. And believe that he's real. Believe that he's a real person that is there. Look, when you start. When you start believing in the Holy Spirit and believing in the reality of the Holy Spirit. You see, you will be, you'll be amazed. I promise you, I promise you. One of the things you will say to yourself or you keep saying to yourself is that God is real, you know. God is real. You keep saying, you keep telling your friends, God is real. God is so real. So, so God is real. So God, he's actually real. He's, he's real. When you get, when you become, when you begin to experience the realities and experiencing the Holy Spirit, you will be saying to people that he, he is, he is so real. I mean, he is there. When he speaks, you have actually heard from him. When he directs, you have actually received direction from him. Because he can direct you. He can teach you. He can show you things. I mean, he will show you things. You'll be amazed. When you see, you'll be amazed. So it is him. So it is him. Hmm. I was about to share something with you, but I don't have time. Time is finishing. Yes, I just remembered something that the Holy Spirit showed me just about two days ago. I was there. He just showed me the thing. As soon as I opened my eyes, I said, wow. Within a few hours, it was happening. A few, a few hours. I don't think it was more than three hours. It was just happening. I said, wow. I I just said to myself, he's real, you know, he's real. He shall be real to you. You must experience him. And you must like him. And you must want to be with him. In John chapter 14, can we try verse 24? It says that he that, he that, he that loveth me, is it John 14 that I want? He that loveth me keepeth my, keepeth my what? Keepeth my what? Sayings. And then, Yes. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. Verse 25 says that these things have I spoken unto you, 
being yet present with you. Then verse 26, he says, By the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he, he shall teach you. Expect to be taught by the Holy Spirit. He will teach you. This, I'm, talking to, I'm talking to Christians. Am I talking to Christians? Yes. He shall teach you. The Holy Ghost, will te- he teaches. He teaches. He's a teacher. One of the things he does in your life is that he will teach you. When you have the Holy Spirit and, and, and he's real in your life, you, you receive teachings. He will be teaching you. He will be explaining things to you. He'll be giving he'll be giving you points. Do you understand points? That is number one, number two, number three, number four, number five. You will you will you will understand why things are the way they are by the teaching of the Holy Spirit. Who will teach you? Who are we? Yeah, he shall teach you all things. And then the next thing he will also do is that he will bring everything to your remembrance. So you see, when we say remembrance, where do, where do you remember? Which part of your body do you use to remember? Your what? Your brain. So it's like your thoughts. Your thoughts. Sometimes we like to be spooky about things. But some of the thoughts that you have, it's because of the Holy Spirit. Some of the things you remember. You remember this. You can remember this. When you are about when you are about to misbehave, and you remember a verse, or you, or you remember a message, it is the Holy Spirit. It is Him. It is Him. It's not someone disturbing you. When you remember, because He said you will remember, not not not. He didn't say you will feel cold, you will have some shivers. He said, you will remember. You will remember. You will remember. He didn't say you, you, will, have, you will have a deep voice say to you, uh, my, my daughter, I say unto you today, thou shalt take your bag and walk away. <laughs> you will remember. Remember. He said, he shall bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. So the Holy Spirit is a great blessing. In, in our lives. So today I want to talk to you about the Holy Spirit, the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit and your relationship with the body of Christ. It's a very short message. We'll finish in the next 10 minutes. We are blessed already. Has church not been a blessing? Yeah. So the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit on your relationship with the body of Christ. Who is the body of Christ? The body of Christ is the church. It's a church. The church is the body of Christ. When 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 you when you um, when you when you criticize when you criticize what's your name? This Noreen. This if you criticize Noreen's nose. You understand? Sometimes you can see your nose. <laughs> then you can say you have a nose. If you criticize her nose, who are you criticizing? Noreen, isn't it? If you, okay, okay, if you talk about her nose, nicely, negatively, whichever way, you're talking about her. Is it true? If you talk about her hair, 
I mean. I mean, if. I mean, this, this is her. She, she, she said it's, it's for her. She, she said it's for her. So let's accept it. That's for her. If you talk about her hair, is her hair separate from her? Is it not her? If you talk about Noreen's hair, it, are you not talking about her? If you talk about her legs, who are you talking about? What I'm saying to you is that any part of her being, if you talk about her eyebrows, you know, can you see it? Yeah. If you talk, she's very happy that we are using that as an example. <laughs> listen, listen. If you talk about her eyebrows and her eyelashes, hey, the eyelashes are growing by the second. If you talk about her eyelashes, are you not talking about her? Is it not her? Is it someone else? It's her. If you say something negative, will she not be offended? If you say that her eyebrows are like, um, like something, I mean, she won't be happy. She won't be happy because you are talking about her. So when we start talking about the body of Christ, which is the church, anything you say about the church, it means you are talking about Christ because it is the body of Christ. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. I don't know which part of the body this church is. But you you can see a church. That is why never say anything about a church. Never. Never. No, 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 no. Don't say anything. Continue witnessing. Maybe if you are witnessing and you are teaching the Bible, those mistakes you see in some places wouldn't exist. You understand? So instead of criticizing, rather build, keep help build the church. Because it is a dangerous thing to talk about another church or to comment about another church. It's very dangerous. Because you are talking about Christ. It, the church is called as the body of Christ. The body. Talking about so it's, a, it's, a, it's like it's like the church, a church that you will see, that you see something about, about the church. Perhaps that church is the thumb of the body. The thumb. If someone criticizes your thumb, will you be happy? No. Will you like it? No. You wouldn't like it. Many years ago, I had a teacher who didn't have a thumb. Yeah. In year eight, a math teacher didn't have a thumb. And he was very, he was very cool about it. Because we never saw it to towards the end of the, of the year. Because every time he comes to the class, he, his notebook is already open. And this, this is how he holds the book. Throughout. And we, thought, and we, we actually thought that he's such a cool guy. Yeah, because, because this is how he, oh, he talks like this. Like, he doesn't change the page. He opens to one page. But then he enters the room. He's holding the book already. Like this. And then he starts talking. He starts talking. And he doesn't write. Can you imagine a math teacher who doesn't write? This one doesn't write. Because the, the, he needs this hand. And that hand has no thumb. 
So he just be, I mean, he can, he can talk, he will talk maths, you'll be blessed. <laughs> he holds like this. Till one day, till one day as he was talking, then the book dropped. And the fast and the speed, you know, it was, it was something to get the book back into, you know. It's like, you know, you, you will feel, it's like, it's like, oh, why? Why? But part of his body wasn't there. It was his, his thumb that wasn't there. Are you understanding what I'm saying? You don't criticize the body of Christ. When you talk about the body of Christ, any part of the body, you're talking about Christ. If someone says to you that your tummy is big, will you like it? You don't like even though you know it's big, you don't like it, isn't it? If the reason why you don't like it is because you know that it's there. Is it not true? That is why you wouldn't like it. You know that it's there. You've made an effort to keep it, hold it in, strap it, tie it. I met someone once that I had not seen in a while. And I said, hello, to give a hug. And she was like, Oh no, Bishop, I'm coming. Then someone else came. Hello! And she ran away. And I was wondering, why? And another person came. He, the third person, he was more determined and more naughty. And perhaps, perhaps he understands things better. Because I remember the day I saw this person. I said, hello, you've lost weight. You've trimmed. But she said, no, okay, I'm coming. Why don't she run? So this one chased her and caught her and said, what is there? What have you put on your... Oh. Oh. So that's why she didn't want to ask to hug it. Because if we hug it, we'll feel it. That it's harder. She's... Waste, what is it called? Waste trainer. Well, it trains the waste. Something was there. So she was not into hugs for that season. Because the waist has become small. Small trim. So she was walking like an athlete. Don't know if she can't breathe. Are you with me? Look. The body of Christ is Christ. So when you come under the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit, it does something to you. Number one. Are you there? Number one, it will help you not to separate yourself from the church. Because the body of Christ is the church. So when you have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit helps you not to separate yourself from the church. The Holy Spirit will never lead you to separate yourself from the church. It's very easy. 
it's very easy to tell what spirit someone has when they are doing anything. Because people are driven and led by different kinds of spirits. Different kinds of spirits. Some, sometimes you see someone says, who tell me, tell that I'm in a relationship with this person. Pastor, what do you think? Sometimes I'll tell, what do I think? You are the one with the person. What do you think? What spirit have you encountered? What is he like? What is she like? When you are alone within the four walls of your student accommodation. I don't need to be interviewed about someone. You, you know the person better. Whatever he does, whatever he says, whatever she does, what she says to you, with you, should tell you what spirit the person has. Not what, not what Mr. Bishop says. It's not, it's not about Mr. Bishop. It's not about 10 commandments and 7 rules and 16 principles of Mr. Bishop. It's about your, what, do you, what did you experience? What did you experience? What do you experience? Is the person helping you to know Christ more? Or the person is helping you to trust in the forgiveness of God? Because there are some people, by the time you are finished with them, the only thing that is left for you is to make a confession and believe God for forgiveness. So your whole friendship has taught you that God is very forgiving. God is very merciful. Because you are always confessing. So when you come and ask, Mr. Bishop, Mr. Bishop, what do you think about this person? No, judge for yourself. What do you also think? When you have the Holy Spirit, he will help you not to separate yourself from the church. Jude and verse 19. Jude. Are you in church? Yes. Today I only have two points for you, so we are finishing church soon. Look. Try try and start earlier, okay, so that we can see this this book. Try verse 17. But beloved, but beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken before the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. How that you were told. How that they told you that there should be mockers in the last time. Who should walk after their own ungodly lusts. Then verse 19, he says that these be they who separate themselves. Sensual, having not the spirit. So there are people who don't have the spirit. And the people who don't have the spirit, they separate themselves. They separate themselves. They separate themselves. They don't stay. They don't stay with the body. They don't stay with the flock. They don't stay with the church. They don't stay. They don't stay with the family of Christians. They separate themselves. Eager to separate themselves. Constantly with a mind and a thread that I want to separate myself. That person hasn't got the spirit. When you have the spirit, you don't have certain thoughts. Thoughts. Thoughts are usually planted 
by spirits. That's what the scripture, the scripture lists and tells, it tells when you are dealing with evils, it said, it said that casting down imagination, casting down imagine, imaginations and thoughts are spirits. Someone who constantly threatens, I want to separate myself. I would like to separate myself. I would like to go. When I meet such a person, I'll tell you that go today. Go now. Because, because that mind and those threats are people who are destitute of the spirit. They don't have the spirit. Those who separate themselves, having not the spirit, having not the spirit, having not the spirit, having not the spirit. When you have the spirit, you don't, you don't separate. The thoughts that come to you are not separating thoughts. When, when you have not the spirit, you have the thoughts and the imagination and the threatenings that I will go. I want to go. I'm not happy. I don't feel happy. I don't feel comfortable. This is because you haven't received the full sweet influence of the Holy Spirit. When you have it, you become stable. You become stable. You become comfortable. You become established. You become established. You are established. You become effective. And we see when you do when you do church hopping. Church hopping. You never you never amount to much. Look, God didn't save you to be a city hopper. That's not, that's not the reason for your salvation. You have been saved. You have been saved to save. You have been saved so that others can be saved. So that you can, you can have a home. That this is my home. Because when you witness, when you witness to others, you have to be able to bring them home that this is our home. This is our family. This is our church. This is where we eat from. This is where we fellowship. This is where we are blessed from. That is church. That is church. Church is not, church is different from a club. That I'm going clubbing. I'm going clubbing. I'm going to a, a club in Leicester. Then I'm going to Nottingham. Then Sheffield. And then we are advancing. We are going further north. Then we end up in Manchester. By the time we get to Manchester, we are totally, we are totally off. So we wake up in the morning, then we find our way back to Leicester. Then we start again. Leicester, Nottingham, Sheffield, Manchester. And then somehow when you have a bit of the, the spirit is strong in you, the evil is strong. They say, okay, let's go to Leeds. Let's try leads. Then you are advancing. You see, that spirit, when you have it and you bring it, you transpose it into the church setting. That's what you see today. The person is in first love. Tomorrow he's in love first. Next week he's in, he's in second love. Then the third week he's in the third love. You don't have, when you're doing that, it means that you are not under the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit because these are they who separate themselves these are they who separate themselves these are they who separate themselves who are those who separate themselves those who have not the spirit having not the spirit having not the spirit 
have they not this? They, they are lacking something very important. So they separate themselves because they don't have the spirit. Look at the story of the prodigal boy. If he had a good spirit, he would have stayed in the house. Having not a good spirit, he left the house. The scripture says that, and when he came to his senses. So you see, all his activities, all the things he was doing, it was a way of thinking. It was a way of thinking. He was thinking in a certain way. So when he started thinking in another way, he said, how many people in my father's house? Have bread enough to eat and spare. Servants have rooms. There's this, there's that. When he came to his senses, when he started thinking correctly, when his imaginations were aligned with the, with the influence of the Holy Spirit, he started making right decisions. You shall make right decisions. When you think in a certain way, I don't like the church. I don't like this church. Let me try this church. No, 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 no. Sit down so I can see those who are sitting. They also want to see me, isn't it? Yes. They don't know why you are standing. Ah. Look, when you have the spirit, you think in a certain way. You think, this is my church. This is it. This is it. Look, first love is different from love first as much as love first is different from first love when you start you see when you start making comparisons you will never be satisfied you see you, you see every place and their calling and their emphasis nobody is necessarily better than the other there's nothing like better when God comes, you t- I mean, can, you Im- can you imagine telling your left hand, you are better than my- your right hand? Your right hand will say, okay. Okay, he said left is better. Okay. I'll go on break and you will see whether you need me or not. So can you, Im- can you imagine the body of Christ? You ask yourself, as I talk about your left and your right hand, would you like to lose one of your le- limbs? Would you like to lose one of your hands? Would you like to lose one? God also doesn't want to lose one. So he, 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 doesn't understand, he doesn't understand the bickerings. Why are you saying that this one is better? Why are you saying that? He, he, doesn't, understand, he doesn't understand what you are doing. You, you, are, you are like a child. You are like, you are like, you are like a baby. He doesn't know what you are doing. He's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Every part has a function. Every part has a function. Stop up. If you wake up tomorrow morning, your little finger on your left hand has moved to your toe. Will you like it? What will you say about your little finger? Do you know that therefore you will not be able to wear a shoe? Because your little finger is down there now. He said that I didn't like the left hand. I don't like it. I like the right foot. I want the right foot. So it said, no, you can't wear a shoe. You will, you will rebuke that. Let's say, come on, come back to where you... We'll see you. you will, we'll see you at the bus stop. With one hand. We'll say, hello. Would you hug us? Say, 
because you've become deformed. They say, these are they having not the spirit. When you don't have the spirit, you start creating deformities. You start creating abnormalities. You start creating things that have not, you become abnormal. You never become functional and effective in the church. You can't do anything. You never grow. You never mature. You never become anything that God wants you to become. Because God has a good plan for you. Oh, God has a great plan for you. 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 But you won't realize it because of church hopping. From today, you've become stable. You've become like the tree that is planted by the rivers of water. You shall bring forth your fruit in your season. In your season. So there's a reason why even your, your blessing that's supposed that's due you. You don't seem to realize it. It's got by the time the blessing has been delivered, you have moved on. You have moved on. You've been in the church for six months, eight months. God has touched somebody's heart. Have you seen that girl? She's always there, sweet, pleasant, smiling. She's not loud. She's calm. She's very controlled. Just as he has been dreaming about. He's been praying. He said, today, I'm going to take her out for lunch. Then that Sunday when she came, she started church hopping. One of, one of the blessings, the, the one, of, one of the reasons why someone is called blessed is that he shall have his fruit in his season. He shall have his fruit in his season. He shall bear his fruit in his... It's one of the signs and manifestations of a blessed person. That is when you are due, you receive what you are due. You, it, it happens. It happens. It happens at that time. And it happens to people who are, the who are planted. So you shall be like a tree planted. A tree planted. Not a mobile tree. Not a tree on the move. Stop mobile Christianity. You are always on the move. You are on the move somewhere. It's like you are into adventures. Are you um, David, David Attenborough? Is that, is that your name? Always. You are, you are discovering things. You see? And the more you do church of it, the more you are filled with interesting spirits. Because every time you come back, you come back with criticism. You come and discuss. You see this place. The message was good, but the praise and worship this place, the praise and worship was good, but the service was too long. Is it because you've gone somewhere and you've gone to hear a short sermon, but no spirit. So you say, you see, here the spirit is there, but is it the comparisons is corrupt, it's getting you corrupted. You are becoming corrupted, you are becoming confused, you are actually becoming confused. Meanwhile, all those churches that you have hopped through, they are there. Thriving. Growing with or without you, with or without you, it's growing, it's working. So, it is time to ask yourself 
what spirit, what influence am I under? Because the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit will make you stable. You would never separate yourself. You won't separate yourself. You won't, no matter what happens in your family, you don't separate yourself. It's an evil thing for when, when, when families are separated and families are broken and homes are broken. It causes a lot of pain. That is not the will of God. That is not the will of God. The will of God, no matter the frequency and the statistic, it is not the will of God to break homes apart. It causes pain. Pain hurts. It causes dysfunctional children. Children that are growing up, they, do, they, they don't even know. They don't even know what a home is like. You see yourself, beloved. Those things are. You see, she doesn't even. She doesn't even know how to receive even a male in her life because she's never seen it before. The only thing she's seen and heard is her mother cursing anything that wears trousers and has a beard. It's not the will of God. When God made Adam and made Eve, the scriptures he looked and he said, It is very good. It is very good. It is very good. It is a very good thing to see husband, wife. God says it is very good. Marriage is a very good thing. But they who separate themselves, having not the spirit, has given us a different picture. A different picture. So, so this is how it's supposed to be. This is the way it's supposed to be. This is how it's supposed to be. You're supposed to be angry. You're supposed to be like, you're not supposed to be angry. You can't be angry at everything. You have to be more forgiving and kind. Second point, Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 4. Are you there? Are you blessed? You shall have the spirit. I'm telling you. You'll be, how many of you have decided to be stable? You are stable. No more church hopping. You have tried enough churches. Why? Is a church a car? Or you are test driving? Be stable and become something useful. And become productive. From today you are going to become productive. Your story shall be the story of someone. You shall be like a tree planted, planted. There shall be planted children of God. Amen. You see how God will bless you. He'll bless you. You'll be here. We'll, we'll come back and say, we are having your wedding here. Yeah. Be planted. Let this be your church. So if you, you, you will get fantastic jobs in Leicester. Because of the church, God will honor you. You see, God, God has a way of honoring you. When, when you genuinely choose him, genuinely choose him, they say, because of you, God, because of you, I am doing this. He will take care of you. Did I not tell you earlier that God can take care of you? Oh, he will take care of you. He will take care of you. People will say, London, where do you say London? What, what is in London? You are where God wants you to be. You are where God wants you to be. You are established where God wants you to be established. Because you are like a tree. Like a tree. Planted. Planted. One of our pastors, I remember her. She was a a student. Somewhere. Around. 
always remember telling me that. You see, my parents, something, 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 something. I said, you know what? Go and talk to your parents. You shouldn't disobey parents. Okay, yeah. You must always obey parents. I said, go and talk to them. Tell them that God, God is using you somewhere mightily. So you want to be, you want to be there. So she went and she came by. So, Daddy says, I have his blessing. Mommy is not so. Is it mothers? Mothers. I'm not, you see, a good parent, a good parent. So if you want your parents say no, you think um, because they don't have the Holy Ghost, then you start binding them. No. <laughs> Listen to me carefully. A good parent, a caring parent, is more likely to say no first or to question because, because they are protective. They have to protect you. So you, you have to talk and negotiate and speak. She said no, so she's a witch. She's not a witch. Rather, rather a parent who doesn't ask you, school is on break, you haven't come home. And your parents will ask you, where are you? What do you eat? I think I would wonder whether that person is responsible. A responsible one would say, come home now. Now. Today. When is the last day of school? Even come before the last day. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good parent. So I'm not saying rebel and fight, but I'm saying it gets to a point that you have to tell your parents that you know what, we can. We okay. And be transparent. Don't tell lies to serve God. Do you know, I, I, I feel I like to be in Leicester. Daddy, don't worry, I'll get a job. I'll be responsible of this. And be responsible, okay? Be responsible. Look after yourself well. Well, because you are here, there's no lecture, so you'll be jumping around like um, like a flying saucer. <laughs> and serve God. So as I told, they said, hey, mommy, I said, oh, mommy, mommy will come around, don't worry. In, the, in that church, she's married. Yeah. She's married. She's married. Today, you see her testimonies. Including even this morning, she sent me a text. When she did not read the text, I said, mm, 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 mm. I just said, Because mm. God has a good plan for you. But you have to be planted. You've changed your top. You have to be, you have to be planted. <laughs> I said, my second point is that when you are under the influence of the Holy Spirit, you will unite with other Christians. You will unite with other Christians. Ephesians chapter 4. Have you been blessed this afternoon? Verse 3. Be stable. Prosper here. Prosper. Do well. Do well. Do well in Leicester. Do well. Do well. What, what, what we have is a church. It's not a game. Do you know that it's not a game? It's a church. It's a church. Soon you see several people. You see husband, wife, children. We are here. We will be here. We are not going anywhere. We will be here. 
We are church. Very serious about what we are doing. It's not a joke. It's not a, it's not a club. There's, there's no graduation day. In the unit, there's graduation. Church, there's no graduation. We are here permanently. 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 This is when you wake up Sunday morning. This is your church. When you say, who is your pastor? I say, oh, my pastor is Pastor Emmanuel. Pastor Emmanuel. Pastor Emmanuel. He comes all the way to preach to us, to speak to us. That's our pastor. That's our pastor. We like our pastor. We love our pastor. We believe in our pastor. God has given him to us. We like him. You like him. He's some young, cool guy with some, with some ultra, ultra trim. Today he's taking his beard off. He has some ultra trim beard. Pastor Emmanuel. Pastor Emmanuel. Yes. It's not a blessing to have a a young person who is full of the spirit preaching the word to you. And the young people are into other things. They are into other things. I don't have time to talk about the other things. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1. Verse 1 says, I therefore the prisoner of the Lord Jesus, prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith you are called. What a blessing. With all loneliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love. Are you able to forgive one another in love? When people offend you, are you able to drop it? It's okay. You've offended someone before. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Forbearing one another in love. So when your pastor is also preaching, he says something you don't like, you to forgive him. Yeah. I mean, forgive him. But you also make mistakes. Don't you make mistakes? Yes. So you to forgive him. Be there. Don't, 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 don't react to every offense. Don't react to every offense. Either you will never be stable. Never be negative. There will be offenses. When someone make a, makes a mistake in your life, forgive. Your friend offends you, forgive. Every day you've changed your friend. Every day you've changed your friend. And then you will say that you are the nice one. Is there people? No, no, no. You are the problem. You are actually the unforgiving one. Yeah. People who change friends often. People who change churches often. Hey. The other day someone made a mistake and told me that you see, um, Bishop, my previous church, as soon as she said my previous church, my antennas went to So I said, I said, who are you? So I started, I started asking her questions. I know she will listen to this message by tomorrow. I said, I said, which church is that? What is the pastor's name? Then I asked, so why did you leave? Because I'm, I'm not excited. Look, you can't, you can't make me feel good that you have left some church and come to me. I'd rather get worried. Because why, what type of person are you? Why did you leave? Because there are a lot of unbelievers to win for Christ. I don't need to go and fish in someone's church. So when she, it, it was, it was, she realized that she's made a mistake of, hey, I grilled her. I had a thousand questions for her. 
Why did you leave? What happened? What happened? God, I want to know what type of person is there when there's a previous church. One day, will you go and refer to me somewhere that I'm in my previous church? Forbearing one another. Forbearing one another. Forbearing one another. Never feel better than someone else when someone says to you that this person used to be my friend. Now you are my friend. Be, be, be wary of that person. Because soon you also be history. Forbearing one another in love. In love. Bear one another in love. Carry one another in love. We will move along in love. Love is patience. Love is kind. Love has long suffering. Love is not interested in, in, in itself. It is others. Forbearing one another. Forbearing one another. In love. In love. Bear with your pastor. Bear with him. He's not perfect. Neither are you. You are also not perfect. You also don't have it. Someone said once. Said somebody went to a church. So they're criticizing the church. Said, the church is they said no. The church is not. Said, as soon as he said to the person, as soon as you joined the church, the church became imperfect. As soon as you came with your criticizing spirit, you are the one that made the church imperfect. For bearing one another in love. Then verse 3 says what? Endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. When you are under the sweet influence of the spirit, you endeavor to keep the unity. Not the unity of nationalities or the unity of races or the unity of family names or the unity of common causes that we are studying. Because all these things bring some unity. We are all engineering students. We are all students of history. We are all pharmacy students. We are all medical uh, um, students. It brings unity of, of studying medicine. Unity of studying engineering. Unity of studying architecture. We are, it brings us together. It keeps us together. Unity of being the same color. Unity of being the same race. Unity of having the same background. Unity, unity of being Nigerians. The unity of Nigerians. The unity of, of Congolese. The unity of Ghanaians. The unity of Ugandans. We're all in a group chat once. We're just talking. And then somebody started talking to one particular person in the group. And we're wondering, why is he so interested in this person? Then at a the point, he just said to her, you are from Uganda, isn't it? And then she also doesn't see herself so much as a Ugandan. I, I don't know why. When you say you can ask her. But she asked, she asked him, how do you know or whatever? He said, it takes one to recognize another. I said, hey, the unity of Ugandans. You owe you. Those were his words. It takes one to recognize another. I say, hey, this one is deep. I said it's deep, deep. 
I mean, it's like you are into, you are into Ugandans. You are into them. So, so when you see one, even, even on a, in a group chat, you can tell this one is one. You, when you tell a name, that this, this is my sister. This is my sister. This is my brother. This is my brother. This one, this one, this one is from my family. The unity of Ugandans. You owe you. No, this one says the unity of the spirit. There's a unity that comes from the spirit, from the influence of the spirit. It brings unity. It brings unity. Anybody who tries to take you out of the church, separate you from a church, discourage you from the body of Christ, is not operating in the unit of the spirit. The spirit doesn't bring divisions. It brings unity. Unity of the spirit. Unity of the spirit. I don't know you from Adam. But we are together. We are happy. I wish I could stay with you and talk to you, laugh with you. Where is that from? It's the unity of the spirit. So if you are meeting you for the first time, but it's like I'm so happy to see you. And I'm sure you're also happy to see me because feelings are mutual. Feelings are mutual. Yeah. I don't feel like you don't want me. You want me to go. You are tired. I don't have that feeling. Yeah, and feelings are mutual. The way you feel about someone, the same way the person feels about you. Anytime you like someone, the person likes you. Anytime you don't like somebody, somebody doesn't like you. (laughs) Same. It's always the same. You don't have to guess. It's the same. When you're uncomfortable with someone, the person is uncomfortable about you. You think you're the only one who is uncomfortable. The person is so uncomfortable. When you are with someone, like as I'm preaching, you want to go home, I can promise you that I will be having the same thing that I want to go home. Yeah, I've, you've, I've preached in congregation. Like they want to go, I also want to go home. So you say, I'll be preaching one, two, three, as I'm going home. Because you want to go home, I also want to go home. And then there are people when you are preaching, they don't want you to stop. I also don't want to stop. But today I have to stop because I'm preaching somewhere. So the unity of the spirit, when you have the Holy Spirit, the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit, it brings unity and strength in the church. May you bring people together. May you strengthen the church. May you be someone who will strengthen the church. And let there be strength and stability in the church than to split the church up and be separating the church and become an evangelist or evangelizing lost souls. You are evangelizing in the church. What do you think about this thing that he said? What do you think about this verse? Have you read this other one? What? No, 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 no. Endeavoring. Endeavoring. That is making an effort, a conscious effort to keep the unity of the spirit. Work at keeping the unity of the spirit. Not things that create divisions. The scripture says that he that repeateth the matter separateth chief friends. Yeah. There are some people who separate best of friends because they repeat something. Something that someone has said and you go and repeat it. There are things you don't repeat. In other words, you don't report it. The fact that this person has said it, you don't report it. You don't report it. You don't report things. It's not everything that you report. Some things you do, but it's not everything that you, you say. Because when you say it, you say, really? 
Did she say that? Oh, really? Oh, really? I'm so hurt. That's the end. Separate chief friends. A whisperer. That repeated the matter. Separate chief friends. You shall not be a whisperer. Have you stopped whispering from today? Yes. Whispering. WhatsApp whisperings. Have you seen that joke on um, I'm closing. On uh, oh, listen to my story. I saw this joke or whatever it is, a clip on Facebook of some two ladies talking. And then one of them said, Where's your husband? Then she mentioned somewhere far their husband is. They said, No, it's like her husband is in this town. She's seen her husband. They said, Okay, I'll call him. They said, But is that not your husband standing there? So she called, and the person she pointed at took out the food and answered. So now husband and wife is like, you're standing here, the husband is talking to me. said, where are you? Then the man said, I'm somewhere. Mr. Sam said, ah, how can you be somewhere far? I said, no, I'm somewhere far. Then she exclaimed, he said, are you not wearing red shirt standing somewhere? Then he said, who? So he turned his head and he saw her standing there. Do you know what he did? Do you know what he did? Do you want to know? Yes. Are you sure you want to know? Yes. This side, do you want to know? Yes. The husband, who is an able-bodied man, on the phone, I mean, he must be a very fast thinker because he just held his leg. <laughs> and he ran across the road and disappeared. <laughs> so as soon as he started moving, who is that talking? Like, the wife said, Who is that? Oh, no, it's not him. I mean, it's like, This is not my husband. <laughs> it was him. <laughs> Start to your feet and let's close. <laughs> Lift up your two hands and thank God for today. Thank Him for the Holy Spirit. Thank Him for the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit, that you be filled with the Holy Spirit, influenced by the Holy Spirit, strengthened by the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. Pray. We're just closing. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray. Pray. Pray that, Lord, I'll be filled by the Holy Spirit. I'll be strengthened by the Holy Spirit. I'll be influenced by the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your great blessing. Thank you for your great mercy. Thank you for your kindness. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray, pray that Lord, may I be filled. May I be filled by your spirit. May I be filled by your spirit. May I be led by your spirit. May I be led by, may I be influenced by your spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Malama shatanda labradiba kaba labado basita labradiba kaba ata. Majeda labrado shibakoste shibakoste shibakoste. Yes, Lord. Father, we thank you. Thank you for this great service. Thank you for this great time in your presence. Thank you for your sweet Holy Spirit and the sweet presence 
of your Holy Spirit, Lord. Heal our hearts, Lord. May our hearts and our ways, Father, be healed from separation, be healed from breaking up, be healed from instability, be healed from jumping around, Lord, and the temptation and the constant tests of wanting to uproot ourselves and separate ourselves from the faith and from the church that you have planted us in, Lord. May we be healed from those spirits, Lord. May those spirits of division and instability and confusion be driven out of our lives today in the name of Jesus oh God thank you for your blessing and thank you for stability in Leicester Lord thank you for healing in Leicester I thank you Father for this great blessing that we have in your presence in the name of Jesus I want to pray specially for you today while every eye is closed and every head is bowed I want to pray specially for you today you are here you are here you are in church you've come to church Perhaps you've been coming to church or someone invited you to church today for the first time. But deep in your heart, you know you don't have a relationship with God. You are not sure whether you go to heaven or hell when you die. The scripture says it's appointed unto men once to die and after that judgment. You are not sure, you are not ready, you are not prepared for that day. But today, by the message of God and by the love of God, you can be ready to meet your maker. You can be ready to have a better life, to have eternal life, to have a more godly life and a real relationship with God. You want to say with me, Pastor, pray with me. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed this afternoon. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. I want to surrender my life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. I want to serve God. I want to live for God. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you are here like that, say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Very quickly, just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Wherever you are, just lift it up. Lift up high. God bless you. God bless you. I can see those hands. I can see all those hands. Someone invited you to church or you've been coming to church but you need a relationship with God. You want to be saved. You want to be born again. You want to be a Christian. A real Christian. A genuine Christian. You want to stop playing games with God. You want to be serious with God from today. You want to make that decision from today. I want to be serious with you Lord. Just your right hand. Just your right. I can see many hands there. You all want to join. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to give your life to Jesus today. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. God bless you. If I have your hand lifted up, I want you to do one more thing for me. I want to come out of your seat and come to me right here in the front. Every hand lifted up. Come. Come out of your seat. Come very quickly. Come very quickly. Lift up your hand. Come. Don't be shy. Nothing to be shy about. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Maybe you didn't even lift up your hand, but you want to come. You can come. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord.
to say this prayer seriously more than you have if you've ever said it before more than you have ever done if you've never today is the best prayer and decision you've ever made in your life I want to seriously say this prayer after me and I want everybody out there to help us as we say this prayer say with me say heavenly father I have come to you today I am a sinner I am not doing well Please forgive me Of all my sins Everybody say Of all my sins Please wash me With the blood of Jesus I believe in Jesus I believe Jesus died for me And he rose up on the third day Say Lord Jesus I believe you are alive Say it I believe you are alive Please come into my heart Say Lord Jesus Please come into my heart Be the Lord of my life From today I will serve you I will live for you I will obey you I will do your will Please help me. Please help me. I want to be a serious Christian. I want to be a serious Christian. Please help me. From today, I will no longer serve Satan. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. Say thank you, Father, for accepting me and for writing my name in the book of life say thank you father for accepting me today and making me a child of yours in Jesus name in Jesus name now let me pray with you father I pray for these ones Lord let them be established in your house let them be blessed in your house use them to your glory use them to your glory bless them Lord Fill them with your spirit, Lord. Let them be filled with the Holy Spirit, Lord. From this day, O oh God, let there be a new beginning. Let it be a new beginning in their lives, O oh God. May they be serious with you. May they walk with you. And may they be led by the Holy Spirit. Thank you for your blessing. And thank you for salvation. In Jesus' name.